In those days the angels shall descend into the secret places and gather together into one place all those who brought down sin. And the Most High will arise on that day of judgment to execute great judgment amongst the sinners. Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to support this work that's being done on this podcast here. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash truthfed. And there's incentives and videos and things that you get access to by supporting this mission. Uh, the website also is where you find all the weekly devotionals. And I'm trying to stay consistent with that. I think we've done three or four weeks in a row now. And uh, the goal is to just continue to do that. Today, we are resuming our study in the ancient book of Enoch. Someone came to the comments and wanted to know why I would bother studying the book of Enoch. And there's many reasons. Uh, we can start with the fact that Jude quotes directly from it. And so, if we don't like the book of Enoch, we probably shouldn't like the book of Jude. Uh, he quotes it word for word, directly out of it. Uh, the book of Enoch has been in the Ethiopian Bible forever, forever. There was a large amount of manuscripts found of the Book of Enoch with the Dead Sea Scrolls. The list goes on and on and on of why I believe the Book of Enoch is relevant and that we should be looking at it. Uh, sometimes people are just afraid to look at something else because they're afraid that if they step outside their box, their traditions, uh, that they are... Uh, somehow going to wreck their current belief system or their current way of thinking and, and they're afraid to uh, to do that uh, and that's not how I approach things at all um, I want to know uh, what is written in other manuscripts and things of that nature I want to know uh, I'm not afraid uh, of what I might find uh, quite frankly it's the opposite I'm ex I'm I'm excited at what I might discover. And uh, anyway, I talked more about that, I think, in the very first episode. Uh, but I thought I would just address that thought. Today we are going to be looking at chapters 100 through 102, um, which seems to be dealing with the Great Tribulation or something of that nature. Uh, but I'm going to start back with chapter 99, even though we read that last week. I just feel like it flows into chapter 100. And uh, it's just dealing with the judgment of God coming down upon the sinners of the world. And um, so that's what we'll be examining and looking at today. So without further rambling, let's just go ahead and get started. The Book of Enoch will read 99 through 102. Starting with chapter 99, verse 1. Woe to you who work godlessness, and glory and lying, and extol them. You shall perish, and no happy life shall be yours. Woe to them who pervert the words of uprightness, and transgress the eternal law, and transform themselves into what they were, not into sinners. They shall be trodden underfoot upon the earth. I want to pause for a second. There's, there's several passages I feel like that were that we're just glossing over and others to come that are similar where it talks about uh, 
perverting the word. And I really think it's dealing with those who have perverted, who have released perversions of the Bible, apostate Bibles, who twist the words of the scriptures. And it seems, especially next week, um, there's some passages that really kind of hit home with that. But this says, Woe to them who pervert the words of uprightness and transgress the eternal law. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's talking about the scriptures, but there's some, I feel like, that we might look at next week that, uh, that really seem to be telling us that. Let's continue on. In those days, make ready, you righteous to raise your prayers as a memorial and place them as a testimony before the angels that they may place the sin of the sinners for a memorial before the Most High. In those days the nations shall be stirred up and the families of the nations shall arise on the day of destruction. And in those days the destruction shall go forth and carry off their children and they shall abandon them so that their children shall perish through them. Yea, they shall abandon their children that are still sucklings and not return to them, and shall have no pity on their beloved ones. And again, I swear to you, ye sinners, that sin is prepared for the day of unceasing bloodshed. And they who worship stones and grave images of gold and silver and wood and stone and clay, and those who worship impure spirits and demons and all kinds of idols not according to knowledge, shall get no manner of help from them. And they shall become godless by reason of the folly of their hearts, and their eyes shall be blinded through the fear of their hearts, and through visions in their dreams. Through these they shall become godless and fearful. For they shall have wrought all their works in a lie, and shall have worshipped a stone. Therefore in an instant they shall perish. But in those days, blessed are all they who accept the words of wisdom and understand them, and observe the paths of the Most High and walk in the path of His righteousness. And become not godless with the godless, for they shall be saved. Woe to you who spread evil to your neighbors, for you shall be slain in Sheol. Woe to you who make deceitful and false measures, and to them who cause bitterness on the earth. For they shall thereby be utterly consumed. Woe to you who build your houses through the grievous toil of others, and all their building materials are the bricks and stones of sin. I tell you, ye shall have no peace. Woe to them who reject and measure an eternal heritage of their fathers, and whose souls follow after idols, for they shall have no rest. Woe to them who work on righteousness and help oppression, and slay their neighbors until the day of great judgment. For ye shall cast down your glory and bring affliction on your hearts, and shall arouse this fierce indignation, and destroy you all with the sword. And all the holy and righteous shall remember your sins. Chapter 100 And in those days, in one place the fathers together with their sons shall be smitten, and the brothers one with another shall fall in death, till the streams flow with their blood. For a man shall not withhold his hand from slaying his sons and his sons' sons, and the sinner shall not withhold his hand from his honored brother. From dawn till sunset they shall slay one another, 
and the horses shall walk up to the breast in the blood of sinners, and a chariot shall be submerged to its height. All right, let's take a pause for a minute there. It's describing a day of so much bloodshed that it's, you know, and it's and it could be symbolic or figuratively speaking, uh, but it would be so much blood running in the streets that it would come up to the horse's bridle, that it would that the chariots would be submerged in its height. Now, we also see the same language used in the book of Revelation dealing with Babylon. Now, Babylon is not just dealt with in Revelation like uh, 17 and 18. It's also dealt with in chapter 14. And so, let's go take a quick look. And just because when we see things this similar, we should, we should also go read it out of the book of Revelation or wherever it's at in the Bible. So if we go to Revelation chapter 14, we're going to read 8 through 20. So we're going to read 12 verses here. Here's what it says. And it followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all the nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the third angel followed him saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Real quick, just a side note, right there is a clear explanation that anybody who takes the mark will suffer uh, eternal judgment. There is no salvation if you take the mark. It's very clear they have no rest day or night who have worshipped the image of the beast or who have received the mark of his name. Verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. There's a sentence that uh, you won't hear in church too often. Continuing on, I could get so sidetracked with this, with this chapter. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works to follow them. And I looked, behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap. For the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. He sat on the cloud and thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar which had the power of fire, and cried with a loud voice to cry to him that had that sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into a great winepress of the wrath of God. And in the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress even unto the horses' bridles by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. So there in the book of Revelation we have this same imagery where it's coming up, you know, midway on the horse because there's so much blood and then we see that described also here in the book of Enoch let's continue on verse 4 back to the book of Enoch chapter 100 
And in those days the angels shall descend into their secret places and gather together into one place all those who brought down sin. And the Most High will arise on that day of judgment to execute great judgment amongst the sinners. And over all the righteous and holy he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of his eye. Until he makes an end of all wickedness and all sin. And through the righteous sleep, a long sleep, they have not to fear. And there's, there's like a picture of protection, it almost looks like, doesn't it? It says that uh, he will arise on the day of judgment to execute judgment among the sinners. And over all the righteous and holy, he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of his eye. Verse 6. And then the children of the earth shall see the wise in security and shall understand all the words of his book, and, or of this book. And recognize that their riches shall not be able to save them. In the overthrow of their sins, woe to you, sinners, on the day of a strong anguish. Ye who afflict the righteous and burn them with fire, ye shall be requited according to your works. Woe to you, ye abstinent of heart, who watch in order to devise wickedness. Therefore shall fear come upon you, and there shall be none to help you. Woe to you, ye sinners, on account of the words of your mouth and on the account of the deeds of your hands, which your godlessness has wrought. In blazing flames, burning worse than fire, shall ye burn. And now, know ye that from the angels he will inquire as to your deeds in heaven, from the sun and from the moon and from the stars in reference to your sins, because upon the earth you executed judgment on the righteous." And he will summon to testify against you every cloud and the mist and the dew and the rain, for they shall all be withheld because from you descending upon you, and they shall be mindful of your sins. And now give presence to the rain that it be not withheld from descending upon you, nor yet the dew when it has received gold and silver from you that it may descend. When the hour frost and snow with their chilliness and all the snowstorms with their plagues fall upon you, in those days you shall not be able to stand before them. It's almost like a picture of a severe winter plague. You know, there's many who believe, based on historical weather cycles, that we are currently due for another ice age. People forget that we had one a few hundred years ago. Um, there's some pretty, you should do some research. There's some really interesting information about it, especially coming out of Europe, um, about what happened during that time. Uh, major rivers over frozen for years. Um, but at, at any rate, you, you can do your research on that. But many believe that based on those cycles that uh, we should be due we should be due for a new one soon. Find it interesting here that uh, we're talking about the Day of Judgment and the Book of Enoch talks about a time of frost and snow and chilliness and snowstorms and calls it plagues. Interesting. Chapter 101, verse 1. Observe the heaven, ye children of heaven, and every work of the Most High, and fear ye him, and work no evil in his presence. If he closes the windows of heavens and withholds the rains and the dew from descending on the earth on your account, what will ye do then? And if he sends his anger upon you because of your deeds, you cannot petition him, for ye spake proud and insolent words against his righteousness. Therefore you shall have no peace. 
and see and not the sailors of the ships, how their ships are tossed to and fro by the waters and are shaken by the wind and are in a sore trouble? And therefore do they fear because all their goodly possessions go upon the sea with them, and they have evil forebodings of heart that the sea will swallow them and they will perish therein. And not the entire sea and all its waters and all the movements, the work of the Most High, and has not he not set limits to its doings and confined it throughout the sand? And at his reproof it is afraid and dries up, and all its fish die and all that is in it, but ye sinners that are on the earth, fear him not. He has not made the heaven and the earth and all that is therein. Who has given understanding and wisdom to everything that moves on the earth and in the sea? Do not the sailors of the ships fear the sea? Ye sinners, fear not the Most High. Chapter 102 in those days when he hath brought a grievous fire upon you, whither will you flee and where will you find deliverance? And when he launches forth his word against you, will you not be affrighted and fear? And all the luminaries shall be affrighted with great fear, and all the earth shall be affrighted and tremble and be alarmed, and all the angels shall execute their commands and shall seek to hide themselves from the presence of the great glory, and the children of the earth shall tremble and quake and ye sinners shall be cursed forever and ye shall have no peace fear ye not ye souls of the righteous and be helpful ye that have died in righteousness and grieve not in your soul until sheol has descended in grief and that in your life your blood fared not according to your goodness but wait for the day of judgment of sinners and for the day of cursing and chastisement and yet when ye die the sinners speak over you as we die, so die the righteous. And what benefit do they reap for their deeds? Behold, even as we, so do they die in grief and darkness. And what have they more than we? From henceforth we are equal. Let's pause for a second. What's being said here is that the sinners are saying, what good is it to be righteous? Look at them, they suffer and they die just like us. Let me read that again. And yet... When ye die, the sinners speak over you. As we die, so die the righteous. And what benefit do they reap for their deeds? See, the, the sinners are saying, what good is it for them to do that? So they walked in righteousness, big deal. They died as we died. Behold, even as we, so do they die in grief and in darkness. And what have they more than we? From henceforth we are equal. And what will they receive? And what will they see forever? Behold, they too have died. And henceforth forever shall they see no light. I tell you, ye sinners, ye are content to eat and drink and rob and sin, strip men naked and acquire wealth and see good days. Have you seen the righteous, how their end falls out, that no manner of violence is found in them till their death? Nevertheless, they perished and became as though they had not been, and their spirits descended into Sheol in tribulation." And that's where we're going to stop in the end there of 102. But I'll give you a little hint. This leads this conversation here about the righteous die just like the unrighteous. Well, that is true. 103 starts to talk about a mystery. 
and uh, you probably can guess where that's going. So next week we'll resume and we'll start with 103 and it'll start to talk about what will happen with the righteous. Because as you know and as we know and our blessed hope is that we will not just simply perish. But one day there'll be a resurrection and a new body and all that. That's what our hope hinges on, right? You know, we're hoping to be like Christ in that we have a new body. And we live in a situation where we're no longer sinful. That'll be a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, that's all I have for you this morning, friends. I pray that this has blessed you in the powerful name of Jesus. Again, if you want to support this work, go to scriptureandprophecy.com. And there's plenty of tabs there to show you where to go. You also may consider getting on the email list so that you can receive that weekly devotional every Saturday morning. And I pray that it's blessing those of you who are receiving it. I'll be back with you in a couple of days, Lord willing, uh, to look at our Torah portion for this week. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.